That right there is Marcus Bailey of Wish TV. Marcus, appreciate it. Thank you. We've got 31 degrees right now in the American Standard Heating Weather Center. The time is 6.06. Joe Biden focused on the things that matter most. He's going to do away with junk fees on retirement accounts. The border is wide open. We've got people on the terror watch list coming through. We have people with explosive devices coming through. I will get to all of that. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. I don't actually know how to describe a junk fee. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is supposed to refer to. Designed as described to close loopholes, protecting retirement plans. And I'm assuming that it is, well, if you make a trade, you pay this. Is that what it is? That what it's about? It requires, via a proposal by the Labor Department, note no actual legislation, just the agency class uh, signing some paper. Require financial advisors to act in the interest of account owners rather than the interest of the investment firms. Now, there's a difference between a financial advisor and a fiduciary. These are different things. And one of the reasons why I do not engage advertising for financial planners is exactly this. Never wanted to be around it. Oh, been asked. I've said no. People not happy about that, including... My station because I said no to an advertiser. But I simply can't do it. I've made the argument this way. If I recommend to you, let's say, somebody to wash your car and and your car doesn't come out clean, it doesn't come out clean. That stinks. If I recommend someone to manage your money for you and you lose all your money, I can't sleep at night. This is the way I've described it. I've used different examples of the first part, uh, but I, I simply can't be around it. But if I am aware of the fees, I don't know what the issue is. You're saying hidden fees. Can I ask what fees are hidden? They did this with, with you know, they talk about airlines. They talk about hidden fees. At the end, like I wish things would get presented in a cleaner way in, in, in terms of show me right there as opposed to the very end. But okay, at the very end, I filled out all this stuff and picked the seat and paid whatever, and it's all there. I don't have to buy it. I don't have to buy the ticket. I don't have to buy the ticket, so I have never understood where the hidden is in this. Same thing here. Same thing here. But it's an interesting argument if you're going to say, uh, you don't represent your firm anymore. You represent uh, the, the the client. Because now I have to ask, are we saying that the client bears no responsibility? Is this all heading down a road that states that if money is lost, it's never the client's responsibility. There is no downside. I'm not saying that's where this conversation is from Biden. I'm asking if that's where it's going. That anything downside, well, you, fiduciary, are responsible. You have to guarantee a positive result. 
sounds to me like you're just going to put people right out of business. Nope, I'm not in this business anymore. I'm out. Out, gone, goodbye. Now, someone could tell me if I'm wrong. Someone could share with me, no, 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 maybe it means this. In any event, this is what this administration is focused on. I need them focused on some other things. And that southern border is one of those things. Still the biggest story because it connects to all the other stories. That is coming up. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Terrorism should always be on one's mind. And I would find it hard to believe that somehow in America we thought we were done with terrorism. But I hear this more and more from people as a, as a way of saying, I didn't know something like Hamas' attack in Israel could happen. How, how, did you, how could you possibly not know this could happen? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. I, I mean this, how could you not know? I've got some audio to share with you uh, coming up. But in any conversation regarding terrorism, one realizes that one needs to have a strong border while there may be homegrown or domestic terrorists uh, out there, uh, which uh, there are like like all these people who are um, screaming for uh, death to Jews and destruction of Israel and are going after students on college campuses. I mean, wh- why why can't you call them domestic terrorists? John Kirby, that's a solid question. Can, can, can you answer that? People in this country making violent anti-Semitic threats, are they domestic terrorists? I, I don't uh, know that we're classifying people as domestic terrorists for that. I mean, I, that's really a question better left to law enforcement. I'm, I'm not aware that there's been such a, uh, a characterization of that. But those dudes with the weirdo tiki torches in Charlottesville when they're screaming Jews will not replace us, they're domestic terrorists. I'm just trying to understand and explain to the quote-unquote Jewish community why it is that some people who want Jews dead are domestic terrorists and other people who want Jews dead are are esteemed college professors. I would just like to, to the best of my ability, really kind of explain that out. And, And if I could get any help from the political left in in understanding why if you carry a tiki torch you are a a domestic terrorist but if you are a college professor you're just you're you're just fine and dandy if i could just get some if i could just get some help figuring that one figuring that one out that'd be that'd be just just it'd be great i i haven't been able to do it yet i do have one uh theory though you're a little bit racist that could be a theory i don't know i don't know that's a weird weird place to be charlottesville how disgusting hamas well you gotta understand that's i don't know what to do there i'll leave that to the left God, I mean, it should be noted, uh, Democratic Party, you people really are screwed up. You, you, 
the the exposed that you are in your support of bigotry, your your support of people who are bigots. Go on, send me the text, send me the tweets. I'm laughing at you. Now, it would be funny if there weren't lives on the line, including your own, but the fact that you do this, you can call out Charlottesville, but not Hamas. That's that is epic. That is incredible. God, garbage people. No, wait, that's an insult to people who collect the trash. Thank you to the people who collect the trash. We really and truly uh, appreciate it. You are American heroes. I, I was referring to all those people on the political left who try and thread this needle. But let's go now to where... If you're focused on terrorism, like one should be aware of it, at the very least, you need a secure border. But the border of the United States to the south is an increased threat for terrorist attack. Border Patrol agents seized immigrants carrying with them explosive devices, quote, tailored for terrorism. This, according uh, to uh, John Barrasso of Wyoming. We just returned. It was a trip with John Cornyn, Ted Cruz, Pete, Pete Ricketts out of Nebraska, former governor there. We have just returned from our southern border and it's painfully clear uh, that with Joe Biden's open border policy, our country is really at an increased threat for a terrorist attack. You have people who have crossed, who are on the terror watch list. You have, of course, the people who have crossed and you don't know who they are. You understand that in this Godaway's conversation, which is always a little bit fraught, 600,000 known Godaways, people who were detected crossing the border but not caught, that does not include the additional unknown Godaways who managed to sneak in without being detected at all. So a Godaway is somebody who crossed, uh, Border Patrol went after them and they, they got away. What you don't know from the Godaway number is whether or not they were picked up in another district, another sector. So, you know, there are all these border sectors to the north and, and, and to the south. So if somebody was in a, a border sector, let's say, uh, where, where I was just a few months ago, the Rio Grande Valley uh, sector, Oh, what's the sector right next to that? What's it? Is, is it Del Rio that's right next to that? So if they got through in the Rio Grande Valley sector, but they were picked up in the in the Del Rio sector, it's is that a gotaway? Is that a gotaway? And the answer is not really. But if you have known gotaways, if you're able to actually qualify that number, and they have because Mayorkas, speaking in front of a, a panel yesterday, Homeland, uh, not Homeland Security, uh, Homeland Security Committee, sorry, the Homeland Security Secretary, Alejandro Mayorkas, confirming over 600,000 illegal immigrants evaded law enforcement. I believe, Senator, that number is over 600,000, and as I'm sure you're well aware, the phenomenon of gotaways has been a challenge for the Department of Homeland Security for decades. We do not have a safe border. We do not have a secure border. The border is not open. The border is wide open. And we were told 
by this administration, what we needed was an app. Remember the Biden administration um, was going to create an app, and from the app you can... um, you could, uh, you know, register, be like, hey, I'm, uh, I'm coming into the country and, uh, and uh, set up a court appointment with me for five years from now. Okay, bye. The app has allowed about 250,000, maybe a little bit more, people into the United States. Just here you go. They couldn't make the uh, Obamacare website work can't make apps work because government can't do these things government can't create an app government doesn't have this 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 ability doesn't 278,431 immigrants requested an appointment and a granted admission 266,846 venezuelans russians uzbeks afghans 32 Chinese, and 16 Iranians. 48 Chinese and Iranians. Yeah, it's going to work out well for us. Oh, Tony, that's bigoted. No, 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 that's that's reality. But if you don't want to focus on them, I'll focus on the 55,690 Venezuelans or the 19,780 Russians. We have a wide open border. And until Republicans and Democrats actually want to do something about it, we are all damaged. Every day. Without question. No one's life in Indianapolis or in Indiana or in the country is better because of it. Oh, you could argue that the people sinking illegally, their life is better. If that's the argument you really want to make. Common Halloween has gone and uh, chilly, but not completely insane. Uh, actually, more trick-or-treaters last night than I saw the year before. And as for costumes, it seems that a fair amount of people have just given up. I get it. You had to put the jacket on over the costume, which which ruins it. Right, but but there. Yeah, there, there was, there was a, a very, very lovely, very lovely. It was like five. I, I guess they were all like thirteen. Five girls, all dressed as Taylor Swift. But I mean, they weren't dressed as Taylor Swift. They were like wearing some kind of Taylor Swift inspired slogan. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do uh, 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 about this. But they were all like, oh my gosh. My mom listens to you. And then it was like, I don't even know what's happening anymore. I, so, so they all got two pieces of candy. And it was good. It was Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I, I do it like a professional. I am not, uh, I'm not an animal, people. Uh, I, I only hope that your kids threw back the Tootsie Rolls exactly as they're supposed to. Uh, one of my kids came home with Skittles. Uh, I don't know where they are right now because I, I made them sleep outside. That is just wrong. That is just wrong right there. Uh, Producer Jonathan, uh, newly married, uh, do, do you get 
Do you get trick-or-treaters? Did you hand out candy? No, we didn't have anybody stop by last night. Did you have candy just in case? No, we live in an apartment complex where there aren't too too many kids, so I didn't I I, I didn't think we'd have anybody. Wow, not even prepared. I don't even, I don't even know what that is, man. You know, part of it is if we had candy in the house, it it would not be good for my health. That's I would. Whoa, whoa! Your lack of self control <laughs> is not the story here. Your lack of willpower and inner strength, right? Your weakness. Is not the story. The story is, what if some six-year-old dressed up as like, I don't know, um, uh, a six-year-old said uh, trick-or-treat and, and had a little little pillowcase. And then what, what are you going to give the kid? That's a great question. This is something, That's a great question. Yeah, that's, that's a great question. You know when you should have thought about that? Before. <laughs> you should have thought about that before is what you, what you should have done. Uh, but we were prepared. And and the candy went out and hope people had a a wonderful and, and fantastic time. I did get pushback because I said we should move uh, the, 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 the date. A Saturday was going to be warmer. Let's do it Saturday. And someone said, that's pretty woke, Tony. I'm like, what? You're like, nah, kids need to tough it out. It was fine last night. And I'm agreeing that kids need to tough it out. But can't I have a little bit warmer weather? Maybe I should make it about the kids. What about me? That's, no? Wait, it's not about me? Now I'm just playing the part of producer Jonathan? Okay. All right, I'll, I'll make it about the kids. I hope they had fun. I truly do. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Uh, over at Cornell University. Because at Cornell, there was somebody threatening to kill and rape and slit the throats of Jewish students, which other universities call uh, free speech. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. They do, they want to defend it so badly. Oh, no, don't call it terrorism. Who was it that was, uh, how, how dare you call it terrorism? Was that the University of California system? I think that was the University of California uh, system there where um, there's uh, the UC, University of California Ethics, Ethnic Studies Faculty Council. The Ethnic Studies, what is it, uh, faculty council and they wrote a letter saying that you know the attack by Hamas on Israel is fine they condemn the use of the word terrorism and they urge the administration of the University of California schools quote to uplift the Palestinian freedom struggle It's, it is surreal, surreal how this is playing out, except it's not. And I've been trying to make this point 
really since there was an understanding of what took place on October 7th. And I have been strong about it over the last couple of weeks. I am shocked by the people who are shocked. I am stunned by the people who are stunned. I am amazed by the people who are amazed. How could anyone be amazed that Hamas wanted to kill Jews and destroy Israel? How could anybody be amazed that Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar support this? How could anybody be amazed that Andre Carson supports Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar? We've only been discussing it for years. We've only been breaking it down for years. We've only been showing it for years. Why is anybody surprised? I don't understand that. And Democrats have a, have a much greater question to ask. I don't want to hear anything about Trump. Honestly, shut your face. You sound, you sound freaking ridiculous. January 6th, shut up. January 6th was a riot. There's a difference. If you're upset about January 6th, but you're protective of Hamas regarding October 7th, you don't have a moral compass. You suck. Screaming about Trump will do you nothing. If you're on the political left, you have to ask yourself what it is you're actually voting for. You're going to keep voting for these people? Well, Tony, as you know, abortion rights. <laughs> abortion rights? Are you insane? It's time to look in the mirror and ask yourself, how stupid are you? Abortion rights. The political left wants to wipe Jews off the map, and it's true in college campuses across America. It's true with elected officials, including Andre Carson's support. And you're going to tell me about abortion? You, you're out of your head. You should not be allowed to operate heavy machinery. At Cornell University, they found uh, the guy who uh, was uh, threatening with posts like, if you see a Jewish person on campus, follow them home and slit their throats. Rats need to be eliminated from Cornell. That was a post. That's not free speech, people. That's not, that's not free speech. There's a difference. The genocidal fascist Zionist regime will be destroyed. Rape and kill all the Jew women before they birth more Jewish Hitlers. Jews are excrement. No Jew civilian is innocent of genocide. That's what this guy posted. This guy's name is Patrick Day. I believe I pronounce it Day, D-A-I. I know that he's Asian. I can see his picture. I know that he uses pronouns. And I know that he's participated in the Science Olympiad at Cornell. And he was a safety officer. I mean, come on. Safety officer? Who had that on their bingo card? This is just one example of many, of many, of many, of many. Free speech would be you on a uh, anywhere 
saying, uh, we support the Palestinian people. Free speech could very well be you saying, I think what Hamas did is fine. It's weird. I mean, you, you, you favor murder. That's... That is not that is not cool, and, and and if you posted that, I wouldn't hire you. But if you're saying that, if you're condoning that, if you're cheering that, as Cornell a, a Cornell professor did, and we see other professors across the country in mass measure uh, help their students celebrate, and we see administrators be completely silent, uh, you're, you're 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 giving it a pass. You're you're saying it's okay. It is tacit endorsement, no? Because I was told that silence is violence, and now all of a sudden, silence is a thing, and I'm very confused. If you're saying uh, to kill and rape and follow the Jews home, that's not free speech. Some things are, even if it's despicable, and some things aren't. But I think the the bigger story here goes to a, a conversation of, what do you mean you didn't know? What are you surprised by? And and I, I should address with some level of, of, of focus this idea that Jews are afraid. I shared a, a post from uh, the son of a, of a friend of mine, a college student, or maybe just graduated, that Jews are afraid. And I've seen this, this, this posted and written. I am not at all afraid. Not not at all. So why is that? What am I if not afraid? Well, that's worthwhile conversation.